We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Back in here on Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com. It is a Thursday, though, and it's 11 o'clock, which means we get to talk to our guy, Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Happy to bring him on, as always. Danon, I was, I was saying earlier, one of the things that concerns me about the Seattle game is you can't play really bad or mediocre football against them and expect to get the win. The way maybe Denver and the Texans, you can make a lot more mistakes and still win. Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, we're playing close games, but you know there's a fine line in the NFL, guys, with between figuring out how to win games and figuring out how to lose games. And those two teams have, unfortunately for them, figured out ways in close games throughout the season to lose them. And although we and you guys in the betting world look at you know the spreads and look at how good a team is and double digit favorites and all that in the locker room guys know like guys know that teams are going to fight and the last two games we played you can make an argument that that was going to be their super bowl that was their playoff especially the texans last week after playing the cowboys their home state the week before and having that kind of success or almost success and winning so like i was I'm not a betting guy. I probably should have called you guys and had you guys put a bet in for me because <laughs> cause I knew for a fact that we were not going to win uh, by those large, that large uh, spread. So I don't know how it will unfold this week, but I feel like we are in a prime situation to control our own destiny and leave everything up to the Bills and the Bengals when they battle later in the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm okay with close wins. I feel like close wins build, you know, that kind of intestinal fortitude, that metal that you'll need in the playoffs. I'd like it to be different. Like, I'd like there to be more turnovers created. I'd like there to be more strips and more of an attitude of trying to strip the ball. Because I feel like that can carry momentum into the playoffs as well. Danon, how do you, and maybe I'm just a guy who's never played football, um, but how do you mentally prepare for temperatures like Saturday or you just don't even worry about it? Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, Guys have their own routines. As you guys know, being around sports, some guys are superstitious. uh, And, you know, for me, when I was playing, I never wore sleeves. Oh, all the way through it. college, all the way through the pros, until my last year in the NFL, 
when I think I wore sleeves every game. So whether it was 90 degrees or 10 degrees, I always wore sleeves, which I don't know why I did that. But I know prior to that, it was kind of a toughness, kind of a a psyching out mechanism for me and the defensive backs and the team you're playing against. Like I'm like this, this weather doesn't phase me. I got no sleeves on nothing extra on and let's just go to battle. Uh, so some guys will have that kind of mindset and you just get used to playing the way you play. But in the end, you know, once you get like, <laughs> once you get like sub 20, sub 25 degrees, it all feels the same. Like your, your feet are going to be cold. Your hands are going to be cold and you're going to run like you're cold. Like watch this weekend, watch not just our team, but watch around the league, how guys tackle different how they run different, how they catch with their bodies instead of their hands. Like those are the aspects of the game that can change like wins and losses because you're throwing your shoulder into a guy as opposed to wrapping him up. Mm -hmm. And now as a ball carrier, you're concerned about holding on to the ball. So you may not run as free. Uh, So yeah, the weather can play a little bit of tricks on you, but, like there's nothing you can, there's nothing the guys can do today to prepare for Saturday. There's just nothing today and tomorrow that they'll be able to do. Just got to battle through it. I just think about like, cause the chiefs aren't the only cold game this weekend. It's like the, the idea of yeah. having to tackle Josh Allen in this kind of temperature. I'm like, <laughs> no, thank you. I'd rather quit football than do that. Dana. No way. Well, not only just t- tackling Josh Allen, but tackling him so that you don't draw a penalty because you got you can't hit a quarterback a certain way. So I mean you got to factor that into it as well. I mean I think a lot of people we may we may complain uh, about players drawing penalties or about officials throwing flags on certain hits, but then throw this little curveball into it: the weather and you know the snow on the ground, and then having to be mindful of how you tackle somebody because you can get fined $15,000, which is uh, if you're in the NFL minimum, I want to say it's like, and that's after taxes, that's probably close to a third or maybe more of your paycheck. Mm. Uh, So that, that plays into it. Like guys want to go out there and play free, but I guarantee you that they're also concerned about playing a week for free. And that happens way too often in the league. If you follow me on Twitter, I kind of rail against the NFL and having more, more emphasis on finding and taking guys money than the integrity of the game on the field and how they can correct it. Dana, when you're looking at what the chiefs can do against Seattle this weekend, I think that this is the first time all season. They will have every single wide receiver weapon available to them at the same time. McColl missed time. Juju missed time. They didn't have Tony for the early part of the season. I think for the final three games, the way Dusty and I were talking is it's one of the more fascinating things to watch for me, because if it works the way it's designed, it feels borderline unstoppable. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I I think that's what you want. You want to have that impetus going towards the playoffs and what better way than to have all of the bullets in your arsenal ready to go in January football. So I think it's great. And it kind of goes back to the mindset and and some of the talking points I I spoke about earlier this season, when people were getting down after the Colts game and you got a little bit down after the bills game and like nobody wins 
Super Bowls or playoffs in October. Nobody wins, though. You know, I mean, like, you have to be better than everybody else and, for the most part, healthier than everybody else when late December comes. That's when it's the real deal. Now, if you lose a lot of games in September, October, then it kind of negates anything you do in December. But if you are in the playoff race or you are in, like, a home field advantage, number one, number two seed well, you just want to be healthy at the end of the season. And that's that's where we stand right now. And it's going to be interesting because of that, the only one seed getting the bye. Like, we have to play all three games. Like, it's it's a slim chance that the Bills will lose two games. So we have to play all these games, which also helps with Patrick Mahomes breaking the uh, yardage record, which is cool as well. So, yeah, being healthy at this point to me is optimum. I think teams are jealous of how healthy we are, and we just got to stay that way. Dana, with Seattle coming to town, there's a big guy on the outside in DK Metcalf. What's the best way to kind of contain him as a young corner in this league, being a receiver yourself? Uh, DK is going to be physical. It's going to be basically by himself with no Tyler Lockett. I kind of am interested to see how you think the Chiefs will approach him on the outside. Yeah, I think you can't be phased by his physicality. I mean, he feeds off of a little bit of intimidation. Uh, He'll trash talk, and he'll try to be more physical than you. And as three rookies out there that likely have watched him, probably played with him on video games and (laughs) admired his his skill on the field and his, his willingness to catch the ball wherever and take whatever hit, like, you can't be phased about that in the game. Like, I played against guys that were, you know, mean, kind of surly, special teams gurus, special teams guys. And when I'm running down the field, like, on a kickoff and I got to go through a wedge, I can't think of that. Like, yeah. I, I just can't. I got to go and do my job. And so hopefully the rookies don't get, like, in awe of, DK Metcalf and his size, and he's probably going to come out and he's not going to have sleeves on. He's going to have Vaseline on his arms. So he's going to be, you know, his arms are going to be jacked and and he's going to look like, you know, like, like an Amazon or something. And, and you got to be able to put that aside and say, I got to play football against this guy and I can't let him push me around and dictate how this game goes. I really think that if we, if he had played a full season, I don't think we'll be talking about him on the Sauce Gardner level because that's different, but I think there'd be even more national talk about Trent McDuffie, though, because he's the one to me out of the entire cornerback room that includes LeJarius Sneed, that if I'm counting on just one snap, somebody to stay close to someone to make sure that play's contested, Trent McDuffie can do that seemingly against anybody to me, Danon. Oh, absolutely. The fact that we're not talking about Trent McDuffie kind of tells you how good he actually is playing. I mean, like, I feel like, and it's probably more than this, but I feel like there's probably only been what one handful of plays that have been made against him uh, this season. Now he was out for a portion of that, like you said, but like he's the epitome of what you want in that consistent corner, maybe not locked down yet. You know, he's not a turnover machine, doesn't have an interception yet, but as far as like this side of the field is going to be consistently a tough throw for any quarterback and a tough um, matchup for any wide receiver. And that's pretty much what you want. And if he can stumble into a couple of interceptions here and there, that's great. 
On the flip side, you talk about Sauce Gardner. They just don't test his side of the field, which is really cool as well. So those two guys somewhat mirror each other, and I like the fact that he's as consistent as he's shown. I mean, we have three rookie corners that are out there on any at any given down and distance in any given game situation, and they pretty much do a solid job. Like, you know, they, for rookies, not just for rookies, but for actual corners in the league compared to other corners around the league, they do a pretty darn good job of making the throws difficult and as difficult as possible. And, and Trent McDuffie is leading. Really appreciate the time as always, Dayton. You try to stay warm in the broadcast booth. No, you need to <laughs> you make sure. You can wear as many sleeves as you want. No, no pressure. No, you need to make sure no. Josh Klingler, who's also an Iowa guy, is on the sideline with Vaseline on his arms and no sleeves. Yeah, I feel bad for Josh because that's no, going to be don't. tough. The toughest part of the game is going to be walking from the car to the booth. Like, I'm going to be comfortable in the booth, but Josh, it's going to be yeah. uh, it's going to be tough sledding for him. It's going to be a long day. Dana, we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. That's Dana Hugh, former Chiefs wide receiver, obviously. And, and some of this, like, can you is prepare for this? Is that legal? Best no lean on the arms? Can you do that? As a wide receiver? As clinks, sure. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a wide receiver? Uh, feels like, like is that a, is that okay to do? Like, is that a foreign substance issue? I mean, I'm sure people put like uh, what is it, biofreeze on their on yeah. their arms or something. But I mean, that seems like it might be a tad bit illegal. I would just wear sleeves. I know that sounds like I don't a think crazy I notion. I don't think I'm wearing sleeves. I'm just gonna wear sleeves. I'm wearing a stocking cap inside. That's because I'm not an athlete. If I'm an athlete, I'm not wearing sleeves. Things got a big cigarette burn in it too. It's seen some. Not things. a cigarette burn. It's not a cigarette burn. <laughs> it's seen some it's, things. Did I borrow the hat? No, it's a. It was a college stoner moment. I left it on my light bulb in my bathroom, and turned the <laughs> turned the light on to use the restroom. And I was like, "What is burning?" And I turned around. And it was a stocking cap. Still yeah. holding strong though. It's oh, it's great. It's not even the name of the station anymore. I don't no. mean to. Like get us off track, yeah, like I do. generally do. Oh, well, of course I do. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean it's you it's contradicting snowy. punk. I just said during the break that I liked working with you, Dusty. It might be changing now, but you are the type of people who give stoners and potheads a bad name wow. because of stories like that. Yeah, I was, I was twenty years old, man. What, what twenty years old, or was this last weekend? Nah, When's this burn I, really? I, I from? didn't graduate college last weekend. Uh, that hat is also that's vintage. Mm-hmm. This it's is a vintage ninety six five. The buzz. That's not even the name of the station anymore. Yeah, this is back when Sert and I were uh, were were running shop in, in different studios, and we just we found a couple of these, we put it in our pockets, and we walked out of here. So, you were swiping merch. Absolutely, I was. Cody, okay. you know the name of the game. Yeah. How many free T shirts from? Different places. That I'm still pretty I've sure worn. that they they I'm don't wearing pay a free well, T-shirt today. They don't pay well enough in radio to not allow us to steal occasionally. I don't know if it's stealing. It's just acquiring merchandise. Yeah, yeah I mean, fair. it's not like somebody's like, "What happened to that beanie that we had over here?" It's like, ah, darn, it's gone. You and know how it, many like beer steins I have from this place that just were randomly left around the studio that I gave. I gave a you know two week grace period. They were there. Oh, those were here for a while. Forever. Now they're in my cabinet. If you're giving <laughs> something out to a listener, potentially, is yeah. it, can it, I mean, if it's a free item, can it really be stolen at that point? I guess not. Not if they're not picking it up, but you don't want to take it from the listener either. Mm. Well, I mean, we'll agree to disagree. Since, since you're on the mic anyway, Jed, mm-hmm. there is one thing that's worthy of addressing. Oh, one, no. you can still send money to Jed. I've told people he gets married on Friday. Mm. Just spend money on a guy like two, you're three bucks. You're getting married Friday? Yeah. Just Venmo, the, just Venmo him like two, three bucks. He's got to work that day. He's got a board out for you and Bink. 
Send Jed two, three bucks on Venmo. Oh. Are you Make not his in wedding that day? day special? Jed You're not dash in Marshall dash three. I am not. Now there's confusion in the scheduling. Oh my. Cody pulled <laughs> Cody pulled rank. So so you're with Dusty and Bink. The good news will be, and I'm sure that Lenny's listening, I will at least be chewing tobacco, which I'm sure she'll be super pleased about because I, whenever I work with Bink, I always have to have a couple of chews. Why? Oh, well, then you can what do you mean why? But, because so, it's, it's going to be four degrees. So, I can't go downstairs and smoke cigarettes he, like today. Yeah, he's, getting married well, like, I guess that's true. he's getting married at like 445 uh-huh. tomorrow. So like just oh, two man. and a half hours after the show ends, right? Man, you got to call somebody but in. So, the, what are you doing tomorrow, Dusty? <laughs> I can do it if you want me to. I feel no. bad. So I can run that operation. So I have told him. We can him, talk more off the mic about this. Yeah. That's very but, considerate. But he was yeah. having a conversation of. Yeah, don't go to your, don't go in tomorrow. He was going to take a shower in the morning. Uh-huh. And then he was just going to like go to the wedding after the show. And I said, you got to no. take a post-show shower. No, Jed's not You got to be clean. You got to be. Not, Jed, don't count. Don't, don't, if you come in tomorrow, I'll be pissed. Why? He, that's, he's canceled himself to work. That's BS. So I I mentioned I sent out a work email to spec about how I did normally we would have excellent chiefs post game coverage and stuff like that. And I mentioned to all the different board operators and producers, hey, Mm. if someone wouldn't mind getting my shift on the 24th, which I understand is a different deal. Because it's Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. But sure. Yeah. At that point, um, nobody really picked up on that. And spec even sent out a follow up email being like, hey, let's get this. Shift covered for Jed because he's getting married the night before. You nobody know? thought and that he's working on the twenty third. The actual right, no. Day so of his then wedding. they nobody cared about that. So yeah, I, I just figured I'll go in. Just go did you back get the twenty fourth covered at least? I, Spectre made some exceptions, so yeah, I'm good. Okay, there you go. Yeah, you don't need to be here tomorrow. I'd assume we're not getting to trash of the day at this point. Nah, Was probably that the not. trash of the day? No, you can get to it right now, can't Do you? Do you want to? Sure, there's time. Why not? Trash of the day. Trash of the day takes us to Fort Lauderdale Planning Commission meeting. Yeah, you can't miss this In one. which they were discussing how to spend a million-dollar budget line item. And then a couple of people showed up to the podium and had a couple of ideas on exactly where. Just to, be, just to give you the visual here, the three people who are standing here and the one who are talking are in full... Head to toe, dominatrix style leather clothing. That, that's what they look like the here. gimp in uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so here, here's what they had to say Good evening, council peoples. You may call me mistress. Mm. I am here standing neutral to the motion approving an agreement for the proprietary purchase of yard waste processing and disposal. I do, however, find it interesting that you will spend almost $1 million to hide your secrets down the drain. Hiding that condom I know you used to cheat on your spouse with. So, Hello. I propose Bold start. that you use a quarter of that mill to support doms and subs in Broward County to build a dungeon Ugh. created for us by us the taxpayers and voting citizens. In closing, do not let this glamorous look distract you from doing your duty to take my demand. I look forward to spanking each and every single one of you at the new esteemed dungeon. You are dismissed. Okay, thank you. And happy holidays to you. Uh (laughs) Anyone else wish to speak? There being none, 
Uh, City manager, are there any districts that have a dungeon? Not that I know of. Okay, I just wanted to check. Thank you. I thought you. there was one at the center. Oh, no. Oh, careful. No, I, I know there were a couple you. of proposed clubs of a variety of natures from a couple of years ago. I thought they were mostly in District 2, though. Mostly. We have a lot of things going on in District 2, um, but not, I don't think we have any dungeons. Okay, just this entire sentence is ridiculous. Who are the creep balls with the follow-ups? <laughs> Those are the people on the Isn't county there a commission. Dungeon? No, sir. That one it. guy was like, cut "Oh it. no, man, I'd know if there was a dungeon." I at least did appreciate that they concluded with happy holidays, of course. <laughs> but the, the creep ball nature of do we have any dungeons here? Like, yeah. It's like he's asking for weekend plans. Like, I, I didn't really have anything going on Saturday, so I thought I'd check. My follow-up is: Does anybody truly enjoy being spanked? <laughs> Are you just talking to the people in the show? I mean, Are you general, opening this up to everybody? Maybe Jay Southland Toe Service text line 913-586-7610. I don't enjoy it. Like, I don't want to be spanked. A general Cody and Gold rule is, though, even if you're not into it, then we don't kink shame on this show. We allow people to enjoy the things they hey, enjoy in their I'm own not, time. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that you can't enjoy it. I just didn't know if there was still, like, a, a demographic out there that was like, you know what, before I get into into business and, and wrestle with the lady or the or the guy i i like a nice swat on the ass do you guys ever reach that point where you you know look at your life and your career and you're like <laughs> i've worked so hard to get here and then you're just like why why did i do that yesterday yeah not today not this conversation this, this wasn't <laughs> your breaking <laughs> point this, not this no. conversation this what just... the hell was it yesterday Oh, man, absolutely. And there's a dungeon in KC, according to the 785. Noted. Noted. We'll Here. just go to break. Somebody said, I'd only <laughs> like a spank if it came from Dusty. Well, when we come back, the Southpaw. Chiefs deserve credit where credit is due. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chiefs Red Half Hour, every day at 11.30 on Cody and Gold. Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Old friend alert, Will Myers has signed mm. a one-year, $7.5 million free agent contract with the Cincinnati Reds. By the way, talk about a trade that you absolutely do not want. It won you a World Series. 
But Will Myers didn't turn into the prospect he was coming out. No. He's going to be an eight, nine, ten year pro, probably. All you got to do is get but he's to not going to be. He's not a superstar. Yeah, just get to the just get to ten years, and then you get the pension for the rest of your life. That's, That's why I'm so happy for Escobar to get. Oh yeah, man! Just get to ten years. Dude was good. just grinding out. Hell yeah! Did anyone nonsense do it? leagues? Taking minor league contracts, found himself back at a major league roster, and then got to his 10 years. Did anyone do it better than Jeff King, though, on the day that he got yeah. his 10 years? Deuces. It's like me at two. Out. Yeah. I, I don't need to be here anymore. I have I have made my pension for the rest of my life, and I am I'm done. God, Will Myers already had a 10-year? Oh, he's there? Career? Perfect. Yeah, Tampa. I don't think he's technically the service time, but he's pretty much there. How much money has he made? More than all I've well, seen he made. In my he, life. I mean, you have to remember that he got signed to like a hundred and fifty million dollar deal. What was it with the Rays? And he got a what was it? Because the, he, he was a late round draft pick, but because of slot position, what didn't didn't he get like four and a half? Four and a half, five. Yeah, I mean, he mm. made like this deal's only worth seven and a half million, which seems pretty small, I guess. Only, oh, only, only worth. The big contract he had signed was six years, eighty three million. Okay, so it wasn't in the hundred and fifties. Well, I hope he's able to make it. Yeah, you think. Uh, before this contract, Jed, to answer your question, he had earned $74 million. Poor guy. God. Man. And he's super good looking. And in shape. $80 million. Rough life out there mm. for one William Probably Myers. Probably doing pretty good. But it is the Chiefs right half hour, so let's talk a little bit about the Chiefs and where they deserve a certain amount of credit because I, I think there is something to what Dana Hughes had told us at 11 o'clock, which is... And I think the teams feel this way, too. You'll take close wins. Mm -hmm. If I had told you before the season that the Chiefs were going to finish 14-3, and we would have all run to the bank to do it. Look, my expectations for the Chiefs have changed. Going into the year, I could have been like, hey, they made another AFC title game. Good job. You did it. It was the half step back to take four steps forward next year, right? Mm -hmm. So it's fine. I can can accept the fact that you let Tyreek go. You were going to have to rebuild some things, and it was going to have to look a little bit different. I don't feel that way anymore. I obviously think I think you're right back to Super Bowl or bust because Tyreek's gone and you are still, just so it turns out, the number one offense in all of football. So nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. Your circumstances have not changed. You still need your defense to play well enough to do it. Winning close games can be frustrating. I'm not saying that it has to be this way all the time. But the simple fact to me that they are able to win at a higher percentage, and this is statistically, they win at a higher percentage against teams that finish... Two, there are two games below 500 when they face him. Mahomes now 20-0. Or finish with a losing record in NFL history at the moment under the Patrick Mahomes-Andy Reid era. Mm. I know it's only five years, and Brady and Belichick did it for 15. But do you see, I've never seen a sign that suggests to me that Kansas City won't keep beating bad teams. It's why I think they'll beat Seattle this weekend. Team that's lost three of four. Those are the kind of teams they beat regularly. Yeah, I think, I think the thing, the problem is, is it how they beat these teams. I think in a perfect world, you'd like the Chiefs to be able to, by the time halftime is there, your feet are on the ottoman or you're wrapping the Christmas presents or you're preparing for whatever holiday you celebrate. And, holiday presents. Yeah, holiday presents. And you can, holiday presents. And you can just... Jen, are you going to die on this hill? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So then you can just kind of coast is what a lot of people want. You want the easy... Relax way out. Felt like we had that in the Denver game for a second. But again, but then you didn't. And then yeah. it was like, this is cause of concern. And the first thing, which is a natural thing that you can have as a Chiefs fan, the first thing you draw yourself to is, 
well, what if this happens in the playoffs or what if this happens against a good team? The other thing, the problem that the chiefs fan base can run into is that yes, you are beating bad teams. The games are not pretty, but you also, even though you're 11 and three, you can't afford to lose. Like that's where you're at currently in the season because of what Buffalo's done to you earlier in the season. I like it. I like that their backs are still against right. the wall. And what, and it seems that Chiefs play very, very well with, with facing adversity. They right? play because, better. They play better in dangerous circumstances right. than when it's loose, easy and free time. They're much worse than those, which they're, is it's why insane. they're better at third and 10 than third and one. Like this entire team it. is built on the idea of they are better in circumstances that they should be so much worse. <laughs> right. And it's like when they have a lead, they lose their character. It's like, well, we don't know what it's like to, to play with this big of a lead. We're always used to being close game, being in close games or playing from behind by 11 or 24 or whatever it may be. And so I think where you lead yourself into this conversation is a, it's a team that's less superior than you. So why is this game close? B, um, the Chiefs can't afford to lose because you're trying to find the one seed, trying to get that free space on the bingo card, get the home field advantage. And then C, I think the other thing is, is you forget how hard it is to win week in and week out. Yes. It's frustrating when you're playing a team who is one 11 and one at the time, and they're going to overtime with them, but it's reasons for that is because of what happened against the Colts. The Colts should have never beaten the Kansas City Chiefs this year. No, ever. They should no have business. never beaten the Chiefs. In fact, the only two losses the Chiefs should truly have this year are Buffalo and Cincinnati. And both of those teams, they had a good chance to win. This was not like a, yeah. they were controlled on either side. They were in the fourth quarter, either winning or trailing by a single score. Buffalo beat with a what, chance 24 to, to 20. Yeah, and you lost 27-24 to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So it's they're close games that were definitely going to be rematches later on in the playoffs. It's games like these against Houston, against Denver, against Indianapolis, games like that where either you win or you you barely win or you lose to a less superior team that causes room for concern because it makes you think, well, what happens if that happens in January or in the divisional round or in the Super Bowl? And the other thing that plays to effect is we forget, I think, as sports reporters or radio hosts or even just super fans that we forget how hard it is to win the NFL week in and week out. And luckily the chiefs have enough talent on the field and in the coaching box that they can get out of these nail biters. Like Dallas was up what? 21 points, 20 points on Jacksonville lost in overtime. The chiefs were up 27 on Denver lost a substantial lead, still won the game. They were down to Houston, came back, got the lead won in overtime. Yes. On a fumble. And yes, on Willie Gay ripping that ball from well, an area that you normally don't see yeah. yourself around. But again, there was also another indicator that you had bad officiating, which can also affect it, which is, I think is also cause for frustration, but because they outgained them like 500 yards to 10. And that's, what's crazy. The game's not supposed to be close. Like Mahomes into the game. Like we said earlier, 20 consecutive completions. Mahomes was dominant. Everything that Kelsey was dominant. Everything that led to what it was supposed to do led to that a rookie running back fumbled the ball that led to a touchdown. Your defense looked a little below par and here we are 11 and three talking about a team. That's going to potentially be a one seed, a super bowl favorite, but yet losing, I guess losing substantial leads playing in close games against those inferior teams makes you think 
okay, there's a chance that this could happen in the playoffs. But then again, you see them play teams that are good or better than, than most people give them credit for, and the Chiefs go out there and they slap it to them. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Seattle on Saturday 35-14. to 14. And people go, where was this last well, week? Seattle's playing their worst football of the year. Right, but they're still a better team that we can agree than yes. Denver and Houston, right? Absolutely. And the Rams, which are the last three games the Chiefs have played. And the Rams game, whatever you want to call that, it wasn't close, but it wasn't like where foot on the pedal all the way to the finish no, line. They just grinded relax. They just, just went win. through it. And I think there's reasons to that because I think the Chiefs are a team of two different playbooks. I think there's a team that is, hey, this is what we really love to do. This is what we know to do. And when we play teams that are at our level, we have this polished. And the other playbook is, yeah, we can run these plays. They're not as fun. But you know what? We're going to get through it. We're going to win. It's a week three, week three preseason game. Let's just get to the next week. Dusty, you mentioned the refereeing in the previous game. Not good. At risk of getting Jed in trouble once again for defending Carl Sheffers and his clear bias against the Kansas City Chiefs, in my opinion. I don't even think that's honestly, I don't even think you can call it a conspiracy theory anymore. There's way too much evidence mm-hmm. to support that Carl Sheffers has an ax to grind against Kansas City. He doesn't. You think we're in for yet another bad weekend? I mean, it's more of a talking point to kind of not necessarily like get people riled up, but I mean, I don't, and I would jet on this. I don't think that Carl Sheffers has a legit hate for the Kansas City Chiefs. He has a bias that he's unwilling to admit. But he calls the most penalties in the entire NFL. So it's not, it's just, it's just focused on because it's this team this week. Who made him cry. And, and what's the Kelsey guy, what's, fun of him what's and, the guy that refereeing the game this week? Cleet, uh, Cleet Blakeman? Cleet, Blake, Cleet Blakeman, which by the way, fantastic name. Excellent referee name. Cleet Blakeman. You I can't mean, do very many jobs with that name. It'd be a good NFL baseball name too. One. Yeah, it would be. But he would have to have played with like, Old Ross Hasper, you know, like he had to play like in 1890. Cleet Blakeman, the baseball player, played in like the 1880s. There's Cap Anson. There's yeah, a, he, came, he came in like yeah. cigarette packs, man. It's not like, that's not a current baseball player name. That's one from like the olden times. Like one of the greatest names I saw the other day was like a, I think he's like a landowner in Lee Summon. His name is Flip Short. What? What a great name. Shout out to that guy. But uh, the thing about, this, I hope he's listening in this exact moment. I hope. I mean, he short. owns Paragon Star, which they're turning into a giant soccer field. It's where the wishing tree is off the outer road of Lee, or off the highway of 470. But anyways, shout out Flip Short. Uh, you can sponsor Wait, it anytime. Wait, and his attorney, Christine Busyhead? This is a ridiculous grouping of names. I'm just saying. That's the very first thing when you search this up. I'm just saying. Flip Short and his attorney, Christine Busy. I'm sorry. Bushy head. Oh. There is no way these are real people. And the mayor. I refuse do I need to, to drop that? Flip short yeah. and Christine. And Bushy the mayor head of Lee Summit. A real person. The mayor of Lee Summit, Bill Baird. Like, it's just perfect, man. It's like, it's almost like Whoville in Lee Summit right now. Um, is, is Lee Summit a real place? Uh, <laughs> the names sometimes I wonder. I didn't know if it was real last week and during the pub crawl. Good night. Um, but I will say this. When it comes to refereeing, I know this guy also has a bad track record, but let's be real. Do these refs really want to be out there on Saturday? No. So, they should call like, no penalties. I, I would Keep like, this thing moving. What do we want to set the over-under at at penalties? Ten total? Like, how many how many penalties are going to get let go because it's going to be negative 18 wind chill out there? So, I mean, I think there is a little bit of time to, like, Think about that, because how many times have we watched baseball games? Let's be real. Oh, and the temperature is like, 110. They move along. Even Angel Hernandez is letting, like, 
even he's letting the strike zone be the size of a Mac 10 truck and just being like, you're swinging or I'm calling hundred degree day game on a getaway day on a Wednesday. Yeah. Ain't nobody taking any swing. time waiting for this game. swing. I used to tell that like, you know, in the very short time I did some like baseball umpiring just, you know, like with my brother or whatever. Right. It was always like I wore cause like I was doing it for like 10 year olds and I'm like, you're not going to learn how to play baseball by taking walks. Right. Now. I'd warn the coach. I'm like, Hey, your kids yeah. aren't going to learn how to play baseball by walking. No. Strike zone's real big. Yeah. Tell them to swing the bat. Look they got to put the ball in play. Look what I'm wearing over here, it's Jack. It's the antithesis of how people teach baseball now, but I'm like, I don't care. You're 10. Hit like, the baseball first. I'll teach you to walk later. I look like Johnny Cash with a chest protector. It's 106. Your little kid's swinging or he's sitting. There's no walking in this game. Beach Same ball, with, man. Yeah, just swing. Chin to ankle. Swing away. Obviously, you're not going to call a strike if, like, the kid has to jump for the pitch to come back down to the strike. Oh, it's a limitation. But... Fine. But you know, you're trying to set the precedent of let's do this now. I don't know if the game's going to end up that way. I kind of hope it does. Cleet. What is it? Cleet. Cleet Blakeman. Mm. Sounds Christine. Like a... <laughs> what was that? Bushy head. Bushy head. Is that what it was? Christine. Yeah. Flip Bushy short, head. man. Shout out Paragon star, flip man. Short and Christine. Bushy I'm just out here head. trying to get sponsored, man. Like I got nobody except twin peaks, which is nice. But hey, let's let's just get out here and let's just sponsor Dusty. Somebody could step up. I mean, if you keep saying "bushy head," I don't think that that's going to help. He's that's saying that's it. the name. Cody Tap is saying the name. Irrelevant. Do I need to drop again? Do I need to drop this? I don't know. It's it's at least plausible that the dump button has to be used when I said that name. Or that it may or may not work. I don't want to say for sure. Someone's probably like really good friends with her. I should probably be careful. I just, I I mean, she's a lawyer, so I'm sure she has I a lot of good friends. I was not planning on that name when I went to go look up Flipshort. That's all. That's what always happens when I join the show. Like, it, I send Alex on a loop, and I send you on a loop. I wasn't planning on finding that name next to it. It's also not ideal when you and I are working together that's as good. well. Yeah, that's true. Like, really, it's the... just like any combination outside of the normal combinations is set for derailment. Oh, yeah, because yeah. Nick does such a good job of keeping you guys on track. That's true. <laughs> is he, are we sure he's still in Germany? By the way, has anyone wished him congratulations today? Oh, because yeah, we can just... keep doing that. Nothing's Wait, happened in Germany, but we're just having people send him tweets that say congrats because we want him to think that we've told everyone he got engaged in Germany. Yeah. He went to Europe at Christmas time with his long-term girlfriend. And didn't do it? He we don't he, know. He said he wasn't, but we're just sending congratulation texts now. So anyway. if you don't mind texting him or tweeting him, Dusty. It's very clear that the engagement was not happening in Germany, but we're going to go ahead and tweet at him as much as possible saying congratulations. Maybe so. send him congratulations with a champagne bottle and ring yeah. emoji. I don't. Yes. Yeah. So that's Nick underscore Schwartz on Twitter. Go find him and send him a congratulations message for his time being spent in Germany. He's pranked you before, so at the very least, you should appreciate this level of effort. Oh, we should just Nick. call him. Call him and what? Say congrats? Put him on the air, hey, man, it's Dusty. What it time is it in Germany right now? Six, seven? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Do you want me to try and call him? Yeah, do it. Okay. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell him, like, hey, they let me fill in today. During Chiefs Red Half Hour, we were talking about Super Bowl rings that the Chiefs could accomplish. I didn't know that you were dropping a ring on the lady. I didn't have any idea. Do we get charged with like long distance? going to get a bill. You had one call to Germany for 30 seconds. It charged the station $14. <laughs> or is he going to get a bill? Oh, it's going to cost him Speaking $78. Germany, why would you do this next year when the chiefs are going to be in Germany? I, I know, but do you really want your first time being on a European vacation during October also... fest during the team that you cover in the city? Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Hell yeah. 
but it just feels like you're almost adding a work element. That's to an it. expensive trip. Like I, I, I'm down to go see German Chiefs in Germany. I think that'd be fantastic. I mean, if you could imagine, do we know actually what time it is in Germany right now? Uh, I think it's like I think they're like six seven hours ahead. I would guess it's like what six o'clock seven Germany? o'clock. It is six fifty one p.m. Okay, I was in pretty Berlin. Close. I don't know what city they're currently in, but it doesn't seem like he's going to answer. Yeah. I think he was in Austria, actually, today. It is ringing, though. Austria. Isn't that where Arnold's from? And we still need to call Gold, too. Why do we have to call him? He's tweeting about, like, boost odds. Just let him, like, work from home like he's doing now. I also love that Gold... Straight to voicemail. Well, not straight to voicemail. It rang three times. He gave you the FU button either way you want to look at it. Mm, tough. Well, you can send him a congratulations tweet like everyone else. There is one player mm-hmm. that I do think... Over what I've seen over the last month and a half makes me think in the next, let's call it six games. Let's just, let's be optimistic and say the Chiefs have three regular season games left and get at least three postseason games in because right now they're scheduled to play in the first round. I think Noah Gray's going to win him a game. He's playing the best football of his entire career and he's just sneaky enough that he's going to be on like the ninth defender for some poor, unsus- you know, unsuspecting. Third or fourth safety, fifth corner, third linebacker, and they're going to be befuddled by the fact that Noah Gray was the guy who got the game-winning touchdown, got the 25-yard gain on the drive that was important. I officially feel like Noah Gray is on the precipice of winning a football game for them. It could be like this it's week. just that one-off. I'm not saying he's a superstar yet. Mm-hmm. He's played so much better this year, but I feel like he's got the one-off game winner in him now. I think he's got the chance this week, right? With Jody Forsen out. I mean, I think Pete said last night on Arrowhead Pride Radio Show that he was seen around with, like, something on his arm that, like, maybe he's, you know, clearly not going to play this week. Maybe next week just rest him up until the playoffs. So your wish might come true this week with a lot of focus that goes towards number 9 and 87 when they get close inside the red zone to score. And there might be a play. Game is, you know, I don't know, 21 to 17 Chiefs are leading, and then there's Noah Gray in the corner of the end zone, and 83 catches it, spikes it, and then the, the future looks bright. I mean, this is this is a week where that, that theory could be uh, put to the test, but I think the most important thing that I'd like to see with Noah Gray is if he can actually be developed in this system when you have a tight end that's peaking at the greatest point of his career. Because Travis Kelsey isn't going anywhere, and Travis Kelsey has made it evidently clear that he does not plan on nor will he ever slow down, stop playing football until someone drags him off the field. And the chiefs make a lot of executive business decisions, right? We've seen the chiefs do it with Justin Houston. We've seen the chiefs do it with Eric Berry. We've seen the chiefs do it with a lot you of can't players. Do it with a first ballot hall of famer who is the single greatest player to play their position ever. Also, Travis Kelsey is and, cheap. And I ain't saying that relative. That's the other thing too, is I don't, I don't think Travis Kelsey goes anywhere, but I think when his, I think when his potential seems to start to take a dip, it happens to everybody that plays sports. Time is undefeated. It waits for no man in its path. But it'd be nice to get Noah Gray to be that second tight end in this offense to where he's somebody that you can really focus on, that you can really find in this offense to be a key asset to Mahomes to where, yes, when Kelsey is no longer at the elite level he is, Mahomes will probably – take a minor dip because there isn't that hall of fame tight end that's been 
that's revolutionized the position to a point where the thousand yard seasons continue to happen and the hundred yard or hundred catches a season happen. But if you get Noah Gray up to a point where he can get to respectable level where people are looking at him as a legitimate threat, plus you have a veteran and Kelsey on the other side, then this offense really doesn't seem to take a back seat because then it's Mahomes almost impossible is to guard great. I mean, who do you even put on him? Like he is a physical mismatch. He is a very, he like, He's pretty quick. He's faster than most tight ends. He's starting to show some of that skill set Kelsey did. Again, I don't think he'll ever equate to being Travis Kelsey. It's pretty crazy that the Chiefs ended up having two of the single greatest tight ends in NFL history, only separated by, like, two tight ends, like Tony Moiaki and who else was in that interim period for the Chiefs right before Kelsey showed up? Tony Moiaki for sure. He would have been the leader in that clubhouse, right? Yeah, because he made that great catch against San Fran. I don't know who the other guy was. I mean, I think it's just Moyaki. No, there was like one other, wasn't there, in between the Tony Gonzalez and Travis Kelsey? Or Travis or Tony Gonzalez left the Chiefs in 2008. And then Moyaki was here in 10, and Kelsey was here in what, four, 13? Because he missed his rookie year due to an injury. Yeah, so 13. So they would have had like a five year time period. It's got to be more than Tony Moyaki. Can't be great. I mean, you'd have to look up Chiefs roster of 2010. Well, that's not a. Let's be very clear. It wasn't, wasn't there... exactly the Chiefs' heyday. 2009 to 2013 was not exactly their ringing best football time. It, it was... wasn't the best times. Here Somebody says Anthony Fasano. <laughs> Anthony Fasano was there. James, wasn't it James O'Sha- uh, o... O'Shaughnessy? Yeah, with O'Shaughnessy the giant O'Shaughnessy was here beard. for a little bit, yeah. Brad Cottom was in that mix. Leonard Pope? Leonard Pope. Wow. That's a jam. That's just some of the names. But still, to only have to go four or five years in between, at the time, the greatest tight end in NFL history to five years, then get to the next greatest tight end in NFL history. Seemed like a pretty good run for them. Mm. When we come back, Seattle can beat you, which should scare Kansas City, but there's one big reason why I think the Chiefs will still win. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 